0: Hello there and Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, whatever it is you celebrate at this time of year and welcome back to Chat Shit, Get Fit, the fitness news where this week we're going to get very, very festive. I'm Bill and I'm enjoying a glorious glass of red wine. You can see it, Tom. Wow, look at that. Fantastic. Um, and I'll just give it away there. I am joined by Tom who is still fucking ill, aren't you, Tom?
1: Yeah, I've got the Wuhan special.
0: Anyway, cheers. i love have I love a, a wine for you, mate.
1: Cheers, Bill. Here's a Diet Coke. There you go. Bosh. Which What's ironically it? I can no longer taste. Hmm. My uh so this is I, I can't remember how many times I've actually had COVID now. You know, my missus is convinced I've only had it twice now. Oh, but I'm pretty sure I've had it like three or four times. And when I got it last Christmas, which nearly killed me, um I think we spoke about it before, Bill, but uh I've I've completely lost. The taste for sucking Chinese meal. I can't taste Chinese food anymore.
0: Well, on that note, Merry Christmas, everyone. Fuck it out. I know.
1: And this Jesus time Christ. around, bring the tote this down. time <laughs> around. I, I can't even taste diet coke. Oh, okay. so yeah, m- Merry Christmas, everyone. Yeah, just write me off already. You know, just I, I, I seem to be visited by the how, how many ghosts is it of, of
0: Christmas past? Oh, is it three? Is it three of them?
1: Three. Oh, seems right. like an awful lot. Been a lot more simple. If it was just one, he just like gave it in one big, quick takeaway. Not a Chinese takeaway, I mean, like a summary yeah, where he summary. goes, Look, Tom, cheer up. This is what's going on. Just don't be so depressed this Christmas. Just cheer up. And uh, yeah, just crack on. I'll be like, Well, cheers for that. That was Fuck shit. Well, cheers um, for that
0: advice. but Yeah, Merry Christmas. If you're still here, guys, well, uh, let's get into it. Let's get into the chat shit, get fit, the fitness news, Christmas special. <laughs> Okay guys, welcome back to the show. A little update, or a couple of updates. First one, we did kind of tease slash allude to the Christmas special being recorded at a certain studio in London. Unfortunately, as you can hear, Tom was a little bit poorly at the start of the week. He's still a bit poorly now, but at the start of the week he was even worse. He actually had COVID as well. So we've had to postpone that, but we are doing that in January for the new year our first episode of the new year. Um, mm. so it is coming. But yeah.
1: It turns out uh brew dog shows won't actually let you record if you're actually positive for COVID, which I think is extremely
0: authoritarian. <laughs> I know, <don't laughs> right. Selfish. Incredibly selfish.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, it turns out TfL don't appreciate either, which once again very selfish. Mm. What are these people you know, like where's Ken? my
0: rights? Do you know who isn't selfish though, Tom? This is a perfectly moved on to this, is everyone who's listened this year, everyone who's listened in the year twenty twenty two, they're not selfish. They're wonderful people. Thank you for tuning in.
1: Well, no, it's a bit of a broad spectrum there. We might have some selfish listeners.
0: No, if they listen to us, mate, they're definitely top two.
1: I mean, how many are not signed on to the Patreon bill?
0: Well, yes, yeah, a, a lot of them, actually. Yeah, there's a lot of them because yeah. our actual patrons, so, I'll call these people out. These these the I've called out. We've got Pete, Sam, Lily, and, of course, Colleen. Um, I think she has left Newcastle now. We did say we'd keep you updated. I think she oh, left. Oh,
1: thank God. So she's <laughs> safe. Good. <laughs> she's safe, yeah. yeah.
0: But, yeah, to the rest of you, uh,
1: should be ashamed of you. Sales.
0: Oh, I mean, Tom said it. I didn't say anything but yeah.
1: I mean, I mean, appreciate listening, but you know, it it is is a bloody disgrace.
0: (laughs) It's a bloody disgrace. Where's your Christmas spirit? (laughs) Yeah, where's your little fuckers? (laughs) Where's your Christmas spirit? Oh God! Man, driving a Citroen. If you all chipped in, I'm not even driving.
1: Yeah, Bill, you see cycling in the winter. This is what you're yeah, doing to
0: like, me. Mate, you should see me. I've got my fucking in the dead ground woolly hat on. I've got my rab jacket on. I've got a jump underneath my rab jacket. I've got my little cycling gloves. Not even cycling gloves. I've got my carry more fucking Ooh. running gloves, which aren't much use when there's minus five winds hit my hands. In this weather as well. Um, got my joggers on and I, I bike to the gym. Yeah, still get the work done. Cost of living. Cost? Of, well, it's not cost of living. It's just no point getting a car. Yeah. It's seven minutes. It's a seven minute bike ride. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough, Bill. Saving the planet one bike ride at a time, Tom.
1: <laughs> one bike ride at a time one bike ride at a time by making me later how eco do you reckon by travelling pairs On again, how,
0: how eco do you reckon satna slayers because he gets he covers some fucking miles doesn't
1: he uh, it's not diesel is it no in which it's case reindeer, he could probably pay for
0: the ULes. but it, technically it's pulled by reindeer isn't it and then people always kick off about cows because of the methane stuff do reindeers do the same have they got like an excessive amount of methane coming out
1: Is 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 father christmas ethical
0: I don't know He's got a lot of slaves. Oh, Jesus. I didn't even consider think, that. Yeah, yeah. Lot, I don't think that they're, they're willing Child slaves like. as well. The, yeah, the
1: children. Are, they, sla- are elves actually children or are they just like... Small people. Adults forced to be children
0: through black adults magic? Adults forced? That sounds proper fucking... Like he's got a of a kink, in it? Like Santa Claus has got a bit of a... He loves fucking well, kids. Well, this is why I
1: don't understand it. I don't, I, I don't want to, you know, open up a can of worms here with the whole... But the point I'm making is I've seen depictions where Santa's elves are very small but have very deep voices. Hmm. Or maybe not deep, but like even though they're small and they are childlike, their face shows, you know, it shows the cracks of an old man, basically. Yeah. Someone that spends plenty of night down
0: the pub. What's, what's the conclusion to that little segment there? Father Christmas as is a, is a nonce. See, or he wants to be a nonce, but he knows the he knows the law. He doesn't want to, you know. Be but, put away. I mean, perfect job for it. No one will ever suspect a thing. Yeah, he does come down the chimney, doesn't he?
1: And you got he does. Hmm. Have we had this conversation before? It sounds eerily similar. I feel similar. like... Unless, unless there's someone else that comes down, you know, Jim like, Lee,
0: it wouldn't surprise me if we haven't spoke about Father Christmas being a nonce before because that's a sort of, this is the level our podcast goes to. We've probably spoke about last Christmas special. We've probably spoke about it on the first one as well. Who knows? probably have.
1: I mean, no one ever questions the Easter Bunny's intent. The Easter
0: Bunny's intent? What was the intent of the Easter Bunny? Just chocolate, eh? No? he just gives chocolate out. Ain't that like another thing that, you know, Oh, yeah, kid, yeah, kids, yeah, sweets, yeah. yeah, getting sweets. And again, Maybe I suppose that. Easter Bunny
1: doesn't have a transit van, so... Yeah,
0: then you've got the tooth fairy going to kids' pillows. Now, that is weird. sleep, yeah, have a little... Probably has a little smell weird. when they get down there, a little sniff when they put the tooth yeah. under the pillow. Yeah.
1: Keeping a couple of molars in your back pocket, just rubbing them for good luck. Yeah, yeah God, a bit yeah. of a weird hobby.
0: God, it's like a massive paedophile ring, uh, paedophile ring isn't it?
1: That, that is what all these holiday characters actually are. Yeah, they are, not they? It's a huge It's just one ring. big... Uh, Kind of like a, what, what is it like that American conspiracy PizzaGate, where it's like top tier politicians.
0: God, well, I think we're under something here,
1: Tom. Almost like Epstein Island, but it's instead it's like Fantasyland, Gumdrop Valley, where you go to the bottom of the va- the bottom of the rainbow, and uh, yeah, there's things that you don't want to see.
0: Yeah, the leprechauns are probably a nonce as well.
1: You can't get an Irish nonce, it goes <laughs> against their nature. What
0: do you mean it goes against their nature?
1: Oh, I, don't, I don't know. Any anyone that's Irish has ever been a nonce.
0: Name yeah. me one Irish nonce. I don't know many Irish people at all. There really. you go, sorted. Does Ireland exist? <laughs> 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 right. Well, uh, well oh, fucking God knows if we got onto that. That wasn't even written down. That was a complete tangent, which was unintended. That was not even part of the part of the fucking script, as to say. Um, what we are going to do first, though, is we're going to break uh, the Christmas spirit a little bit. Is Last week we spoke about mushrooms and we spoke about rat studies and stuff and someone actually messaged us asking about this and it was a valid question, really good question actually. They were basically saying what's wrong with rat studies, rodent studies, why are they not good because they were basically saying they've read something about DNA of rats being very closely linked to humans so why is it not comparable? So Tom you had had some really good responses to this so if you want to fire away a a few potential reasons why we don't consider rodent studies as strong data
1: yeah i mean since i'm still off my tits on cold and flu tablets i can't remember <laughs> off the top of my head where it was <laughs> i said but at first um face value you think actually no it can't it, it, it makes sense so why would it why would we not be able to kind of like have these findings on rat studies transfer straight over to humans because surely dna is similar and it's like okay yeah fair enough but but just because dna is similar doesn't mean that outcomes are going to be exactly the same as what you might find a study compared to humans. Reason being is that, as humans, we we have a, v- a very very diverse genetic makeup. I'm not an expert, however, something we talk about quite often in the podcast is well heterogeneity. Even though we are a race, human race, there is a lot of genetic variability there. A lot. I mean, if I was giving an example, like a fair amount of the population worldwide is lactose intolerant. You know, a, quite a significant amount, but how comes a big group can tolerate dairy quite well compared to another group? So, so I mean, even though like both are humans, mm. it's a completely different ball game when it comes to things like lactose, um, other things as well. Like uh, we look at some populations where their bone density just via genetics alone seems to be yeah increased in regards to their bone intensity. Mm. When we talk about studies, sometimes like we talk about how different populations different populations through heritage etc will have the outcomes might be different for them for various reasons mm. and also in regards to so this one's a bit more simpler but dosages as well mm. so we go back to things like the artificial sweetener study where they was giving rats like a massive dose but when you compare it to like a human it'd have to be like a barrel full you know
0: what was, be the, like an extreme... what was the actual um, comparison? What was name I said, a
1: the Skoda? No, not a Skoda, a Volkswagen. Yeah, a Volkswagen, Volkswagen worth of uh, candle. Yeah, yeah, that it. fucking that I was, was creasing that. That was brilliant. Whilst I've been there, I've been there looking at a lot of um, World War Two propaganda. So yeah. yeah, Volkswagen German propaganda, obviously. Yeah, for me to say sort of Volkswagen. Yeah. yeah, it's always no, German. No mention of like a Rolls Royce engine. It had to be a Volkswagen. Yeah, that propaganda do be powerful. Oh, yeah.
0: God, didn't you say as well, there was, um, we think we find that thing about that they actually uh, genetically modify or breed, sorry, genetically breed these rats for a certain...
1: Well, yeah, that as well. Bearing in mind the whole point I've just made there is that as humans, we're very, very diverse and react mm. to different things. Actually, when it comes to lab rats or lab mice, they're bred under very specific conditions. I don't know how much heterogeneity you can actually get of rats or mice. I don't know if Caribbean mice versus, I don't know, Alaskan mice... Are going to be different. Mm. I don't know if you can get mice in the Caribbean, <laughs> no, you know. Don't. But yeah, one, one comment I did remember is that well, at the end of the day, we share a fair amount of our DNA with banana, don't we?
0: Yeah. So
1: that. But I don't know if we. What was it I said? I don't think we can transfer the uh, harmful effects of nicotine. Yeah. Banana, <laughs> banana to a human or vice human. versa. Yeah. And yeah. as I said as well, it's like half the trouble would be trying to get a banana to smoke in the first place. I don't even know if it's physically possible. Maybe a nicotine patch.
0: But yeah, basically what. What we're saying is, is we're not saying that these rodent studies are useless. If anyone wants to straw mana. because they do sometimes offer, they they offer promise. So it means that people can then go, you know what, let's now take this further and conduct the research on humans. Now we'll do some human trials yeah. as well. Um, so they can normally open the door a little bit. What we are saying is, when people say that X Y Z is good for X Y Z, and they base it off a few, you know, a handful of rodent studies, that's not tread carefully. You know, tread carefully. Don't take that as oh, okay. This is definitely going to work because in most cases it's very shaky. Um, but we'll move on now because we just wanted to get out of the way because I thought it was...
1: If I'm going to use a very, very, very nice hair dye, not saying that I dye my hair by the way, Bill, I wanna know that this hair dye has been tested on a human. As yeah. I know that if I could see that it's reacted well with a human, this hair dye will probably react with me. Now, if you are, you know, dyeing a rat ginger, <laughs> you know, yeah. why be dyeing a rat ginger in the first place? Mm. I very near, I nearly carefully. Uh, sorry, I very nearly said testing hair dye and beauty products on chimps. Then, but I know that they do actually do that. So yeah, yeah they do. Yeah, I didn't want fucking... to touch. I didn't want to touch on that. I mean, who knows? Maybe the chimps like it if they get a nice perm out of it, a nice do. I, I, I don't think they do,
0: mate. say. I, I can't. I can't say they. Um, they do enjoy being tested on. Uh, have you asked them? I don't know. I've seen. I've seen some pretty nasty stuff. But we'll move on because I feel like this is not, really... just a
1: bad hairdo we'll, we'll put... or the actual chemical itself. <laughs> we'll like a it, we'll... really shit
0: bob. I feel like the festiveness of this <laughs> this Christmas special is going I right mean, now. just
1: seeing like a, an Iranitan with like a 90s Beckham hairdo.
0: I reckon that's out there. I reckon you could definitely find that.
1: It Probably. But the point I was trying to make was, I'll take more faith in knowing that something has been tested and tried on a human than a rat. Whether it's ethical or not, I don't know. <laughs> we'll
0: move on to some news, guys, because, even though know, this is a Christmas special. We do actually have some news for you. Some of it is a bit a bit Christmassy, some of it's not. We'll start the first one, which is very Christmassy. Now, this is quite an interesting one. We've got a scientist here who claims to have cracked the code to make the perfect gravy for Christmas. First thing I want to sort of establish, I know we've got quite a lot of listeners in the States. Do they have gravy there or do they have something similar to gravy? I'm not so sure. Yeah, they definitely do. They definitely do, do they? Have a quick look. Yeah, they it's definitely cool. do. Is it? Why well, is it all white? It all looks, like fucking, it all looks like fucking cream. You're not looking at bread sauce, are you? No. If type in American gravy, American or US gravy, or US gravy, gravy. Or whatever. Yeah, it's all fucking white and like creamy. They just put fucking butter in everything. <laughs> oh, okay, seen. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Country
1: like, sausage gravy.
0: And, oh God, fuck me. That looks
1: like what I threw up on the Friday. Oh, here we go.
0: Right. So, oh, they are. This is typical Americans, isn't it? So they often use lard and butter. Ah, milk. <laughs> they have to. They can't help themselves, can they? I have to always, have to add more calories, are not they? Hey, what do you look like? God, you know, if you like you me to I mean, maybe if we're, if we're being completely ignorant here, get in touch, guys. Um, let us know. We're just a couple of Brits slacking off your gravy, but from what I can see, it's just a big, it looks like bread sauce, doesn't it? Which is something we have here as well. But
1: that's what I originally thought it was, yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's not, it's not though, is it?
1: I mean, um, I'll be honest with you, I, I actually hate gravy in general. I know we spoke
0: about this before, actually, didn't we? This in the Christmas special a couple yeah. of years ago. I think the first one we spoke about it, and you said how, um, we, me and Andy are basically slagging you off saying how dry your fucking roast dinner must be because you have, like, no gravy.
1: Yeah. It is a problem, admittedly. Um, but you know what? I do have a workaround with it, and I have, like, a peppercorn sauce. Well, what, so I have cu- a peppercorn what,
0: sauce. If, what, you cover your, your entire peppercorn- Christmas dinner with peppercorn sauce?
1: Uh, I'll be honest with you, mate. I'm not a big fan of roast in the first place. Would you have a Christmas then? Uh pff. I'll maybe have like a Chicago town pizza.
0: You're fucking having eyes with, that with a Christmas it. cracker next nah, to it. Bollocks. What do you actually have? You don't. You do not have a Chicago yeah. town pizza with a, with a cracker.
1: No, I, I do have a Christmas roast, but uh, yeah, it is bone fucking dry. It is bone dry. Well, I mean, so again, you're dry talking you anyway. the same person that valued biscuit browns. So to me, it's not really that much of an oh issue.
0: God, yeah. Your palate is not exactly
1: um, sophisticated. Well, after two bouts of COVID, well, three or possibly four. You know, I can't fucking taste anything anyway, so uh, it's You're not lying. a big
0: deal. <laughs> maybe this maybe this will be the solution, Tom. Maybe this scientist will be able to make you like gravy. Because what we've got here, guys, we've got Professor Mark Midewink. Middowink- or I smell like that, basically. Um, and he's revealed the secrets to a smooth and tasty gravy, including serving temperature and the exact amount of time you need to stir the jug. So obviously, he's a professor, very scientific. It's going to be great. So Mark says gravy should be 115 millilitres in volume. That's enough to coat the centrepiece and all the trimmings. Wow. He advises stirring for 2.5 minutes to result in a velvety, smooth, lump-free consistency. Well, we know time's a barrier, so I feel like that's that's a long time to be stirring. Jesus Christ. Who's got that time to be stirring gravy? You, must have, you have to get help helper out, get one of the kids out. When he says
1: 2.5, does he mean two and a half or two yeah, he's minutes been,
0: 50 seconds? He's, he's a professor, mate. Fuck's sake, give him a chance.
1: Because that, that 20 seconds could, could uh, easily fuck things up. Uh, two point two and a half minutes, I reckon.
0: It's a long time to be stirring gravy, though, but anyway, you know, he knows what he's talking about, clearly. He's ended up on the... Uh, in the news maybe we get one of your slave elves to do it for you <laughs> depth of flavour on a scale of one to five should be at the highest at five I thought that would be pretty obvious which means including all the juices from your roast plus additional seasoning well, wow, okay. Um, Mark adds that gravy should be served at a temperature of 69 degrees Celsius on Christmas Day, so heat your plate but not burn your mouth. 69, nice. Okay, yeah, I reckon he's on our pants down there. I reckon it's a wind-up. This has got to be a wind-up, yeah. yeah. that's a good point. I reckon he's having... You know,
1: 69 degrees, Stir for 420 minutes.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he's, having, he's, yeah, he's, he's, having, he's on yeah. the wind-up. He's Let's up, him up him Mark. 115 mil as well. That's not enough at all. The thing is,
1: like... When it comes to food, it's it's subjective what people's yeah. what people like. So when he says, "Oh, this is like the perfect gravy," but at the end of the day, gravy well, clearly, especially in America, you get different types. But like, a, I, like my I know it's like a bit of an argument. Well, exactly, some people like yeah. it thicker, some people like it, you know, thinner and watery, which sounds this really unappealing. But it's like you can't really say, "Oh, this is the perfect gravy," because it's subjective anyway. Yeah, I reckon he's. Use I reckon, reckon
0: he's got. I reckon some journalist has gone. Oh. The scientist said he can make the perfect gravy. Got excited, decided to write an article. And this professor's gone fucking hell. I was only having, I was only having a laugh. Like it's, it's gravy, and he's gone right. How can I make this sound scientific?
1: And they run with it and said, you know, this is yeah. how you make the best gravy. Yeah, this poor guy, this poor Mark, has probably just come out and said, oh, like here's my old family recipe. And he instead, said, he said they run with best. You <laughs> yeah, know, best gravy, yeah. the best scientifically proven gravy.
0: Poor Mark, he's had his, he's had his own pants down. Key takeaways, guys: 115 ml of, um, of gravy, stirring for two and a half minutes. And you should include all your juices from your roast plus additional seasoning. I mean, it doesn't say what seasoning. I'm just going to guess salt, pepper, whatever. And then he adds it should be at a temperature of 69 degrees on Christmas Day. It can't be on the 24th. It can't be on the 26th. It has to be on Christmas Day. They've made that very clear,
1: or just buy loads of frozen packs of
0: KFC gravy. I can't remember the last time I had KFC gravy. Obviously, it's been a long that time. That was uh, the last time I actually attempted to try it, and uh, yeah, it was fucking disgusting. Anyway, we'll move on to the uh, the next and final piece of news before we get to some more uh, festive chaos. Um, so, guys, if you have been listening to the last few episodes, you'll realise, remember we spoke the other week about Shaolin monks, didn't we? Well, they, they've been naughty boys. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> the headline of this article, this is on Sky News, Thai Temple left without any monks after they all failed drug tests. <laughs> uh, I'll go on. Um, four monks, including the abbot, were forced to leave the monkhood after urine tests showed evidence of illegal drugs. The Bangkok Post reported... The small religious site in, I'm not even going to try and read, that's a province, was raided by police and health officials on Monday. The departure of the monks has caused uh, consternation in the local community, which relies on them for religious functions. There is also been big concern about what will happen to several dogs and cats that also live in the temple. Oh, I could take a guess, but i would probably get in trouble for it. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's having fucking, a fucking barking roast. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Not that I'd be able to taste it anyway, but... Positive news, guys. I'll we'll bring it back up to a happier tone. District officials have reached out to the monastic chief of Bung Sam Phan district, who promised to assign some monks to the temple. So we are getting a replacement for those monks. So if you're going to be up all night thinking, oh, what's going to happen to those cats and dogs? What's going to happen to the local community? Don't worry. The chief of Bung Sam Phan district has promised to assign ban some, some fun. monks. Bung <laughs> it Sam It's another fucking white now known as ban Sam <laughs> <some> Phan. <fun.
1: laughs>
0: some fun. There's another wind-up. I'm
1: curious as to what drugs were tested for and what they failed on. They are clearly
0: sniffing lines, aren't
1: they? When they say everybody was Kung Fu fighting, I bet it was wild. Just before Christmas as well. I mean, come on, guys. God. Just
0: before Christmas as well. Mm. Those bloody monks, eh? Anyway, that's all the news. We'll um, move on. So, guys, we're now at the part of the show where... There's a bit of a mix here. We've got some serious questions. We've got some outrageous questions. We are going to be tackling <laughs> listener Q and A as we have promised we were going to do. Uh, we put a few polls out on the Instagram. Which if you're not following yet, go give them a follow. It's linked down in the description or it's at Chat Shit Get Fit Podcast. So go check it out. Uh, we've got some questions here. The first one is actually quite a deep question. If I'm being honest, um, the worst advice you've ever given, Jesus Christ. I mean. That is a brilliant question. It's a great question, yeah. I don't know who
1: answered because it. Because I, I, I feel that, you know, it's good to just be honest and just admit that, you know, like, at one point we was all fuck-ups. Uh, who, who, Who's going first here, Phil? I
0: don't know. I who's mean, pulling I the g- trigger first? I've got a lot of things I used to do myself. Which were fucking stupid. And I used to sort of say to people, this is how I'm doing this is how you should do it. And it was based on very little apart from I think yeah. I read like something on the internet. Like, if you remember back in the day, Tom, when I used to we used to work at the entertainer, I used to like run and hide in the toilet with my protein cookie because I was scared yes. I wasn't gonna get my protein hit in a three hour window after my last one. Anabolic window. My anabolic window, yeah. So I was like, Yeah, guys, I've got to yeah. get your protein. You've got to get your protein in every three hours, otherwise, you know, you're missing the window and ah, oh. That was pretty embarrassing.
1: Yeah, you would just disappear for yeah. ages at a time. on Like work hours. Yeah, because as well. those,
0: those fucking my protein cookies used to take about an hour to eat. The density of those were, fuckers. That, oh, they were terrible. They were dense, they? mate. They were, they were fucking hard to against you. You got
1: me onto those as well. And it's so saying now I look back and I think, Jesus Christ, it was like, how would you describe mm. it? Like, um, oh, no, it was just like a big. I'll it, 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 was... tell you what it reminds me of. It reminds me of eating something my children have made for me out of Play Doh.
0: Yeah. I think it's It's almost
1: I, like my, my son has actually said to me, Oh here, Dad, I've given you the. I've made you this cookie made out of Play-Doh and I've got to potential to eat it. Except I have to actually have to eat it. It's and it was protein. worse
0: in this weather as well. You know, when it's like freezing. It gets really cold, and it just becomes solid. It was like a fucking brick <laughs> trying to chew in this. Like, do you know protein? what? I remember
1: when uh, I had my first pop around with the reserves. I remember actually bringing a bag for you, and uh, for whatever reason, I wasn't able to meet up with you on base. Mm. So I was left with a big fucking bag of protein cookies on me. I ate them on the bus home. Not all of them, fuck that. Come on, mate,
0: you can only absorb 30 grams at a time. Fuck sake, Tom. Oh, I know. <laughs> that's another one I used to do. That's another one I used to think about.
1: Oh, yeah, well, that as well. I had, a,
0: I had a really bad relationship with protein back in the day. That's my, uh, that's my worst advice, my relationship with protein. <laughs> oh, can I, can I mention one for you, Bill? Oh, God, here we go. <laughs> here we go, God. Do you, do you remember your,
1: your YouTuber,
0: Scooby? Oh, God, fucking... Oh, I love Scooby. He's still kicking about, he? He's a bald guy. I know he Bold, is. A
1: bald guy, yeah. Absolutely fucking nuts. He was one that used to he used to say, if it if it, it tastes, tastes good, nice. it's spit bad. for you. Yeah. Yeah, he used to out. do videos of him sticking crisps in his mouth and then spitting them Screaming out. Screaming into a pillow. As for myself, I mean, if we was going against fitness-related advice, probably the worst advice I've ever given someone is what we spoke about with Mikey was when I nearly killed that guy. By convincing oh God, yeah. him that uh wearing thermals on a tab would increase blood circulation. That was advice, and that was a fucking joke. I, I know, but he took it as advice. It was a joke. It was Did a joke. He, I just wanna confirm that. He but um, it's funny now we laugh well, I laugh about it now. I don't know about him, I don't know what happened to him. Uh, maybe Mikey can look at the us. death certificate and tell me <laughs> if he's alright. Oh um <laughs> But uh no no like admittedly I've believed in bullshit when I first started uh when you kind of sent this question my way, my mind was racing because there are quite a lot of things that I used to kind of believe in. I was all over the Athlean-X hype train. So my advice to people was to never, ever, ever do upright rows, etc. which is ironic now because I'm all over upright rows. In fact, I'm programming for some of my clients at the moment. One that does stand out to me, though, and it makes me cringe every time because I got clients to do it in a public setting, a.k.a. gym, so, basically, I did this uh, this course with a company called Future Fit, and uh, it was called Advanced Resistance Training, and it's just fucking bare basic stuff, to be honest with you. You shouldn't have to pay for a course called Advanced Resistance Training for someone to tell you what a pyramid set is. But, uh, basically, there was this whole segment about how, if you used to do an isometric exercise before doing a similar actual movement of the same kind of a muscle group it can basically pap post uh, post activation pretension i can't pronounce my words losing it with covid but basically what i'd do is i'd have one client before her bench press spend like a minute squeezing a ball for no reason to think that oh well it's going to activate her chest muscles isometrically which means that it will then boost her bench press and when i think back of that i just think fuck me If there was any reason for me to get access to a time machine, it would be just so I could go back in time and shoot myself in the fucking head.
0: There you go, guys. That's the worst advice that we've ever been given. Mine was all to do with protein, absolute loser. And Tom was just making people exercise bullshit, squeeze balls. Um, Next question. I reckon this one was sent in by Dean. Um, I think so. We'll have a read. Um, (laughs) Which two internet meme stars could Tom and Bill out wrestle? Think Seed Me, which is Joel Seedman. Squat U, Needle King, which is Liver King. Now, I'm going to break this down for you, Tom, because I actually I think about this. Um, I reckon I could have two of them, because Joel Seedman, I reckon he'd be too fucking busy hopping around on one leg to do me any damage, so I reckon I'll have him down. Squat U would be too scared to move his own spine, so I reckon I'd be able to have him, because he'd be quite immobile. He'd be worried I've warmed up for four hours, haven't got my lifters on. He'd be pretty scared, <laughs> so I reckon I can have him. Needle King, Liver King, on the other hand, I'm not so sure. I reckon he'd eat me. That's my only concern. My only concern is start eating me. i of necessity for flesh, bone, organs. Um, so that's my probably you for your pet stash. <laughs> I, I I reckon I could have Joel and Doctor Doctor Aaron. Hmm. What, about, what about you? I've made some pretty good arguments there.
1: I would very easily fuck Seedman up, right? Because one, I'd ambush him when he's coming out of a restaurant with his family. What? And two, um. He'll be in for a shock when he realizes that you can actually throw a wallop by putting your arms back at ninety degree angle. <laughs> I think that would shock him, that would rock him completely. He would just not yeah. be expecting it that you could actually your joints can go past ninety degrees. Oh,
0: you know, go, go shot, actually. You could if you got down really low, low enough, he wouldn't be able to squat down to get you because he'd stop halfway he'd be like fuck i can't get down to you anymore and he's got little tiny arms as well because his arms his arms yeah. arms locked to 90 degrees all the time so because his yeah. arms are locked he, to 90 he can't squat below parallel you get on the floor have his ankles he's gone it's game over for joel he can't handle it
1: he can't he, he hasn't got the reach anymore bill he, he hasn't got the he reach he can't now. in right. his universe he cannot go he cannot do it so we could definitely fucking get up. that length that reach. we've got him
0: joel's joel joel's out of it mate we've so whoever sent that in, we've got we've got Job. What about what about Scott U? Do You reckon you've got him?
1: Do you know what Squat You is one person that I really don't want to fight. Right. I really don't want to fight him because he's fucking weird. <laughs> he's one of those people where you you will be wrestling with him. I just remember this is not going back to what I just said about semen. I just realized it says a res, a wrestle, not a fight. Yeah, wrestle. So oh, I can't okay, get disqualified. So skin on skin. for the phone uh, punches and uh, hitting him with a rucksack full of Heinz beans. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um But going back to squat, you—he's one guy that I'd be fearful of fighting, because if you was wrestling with him, you just know that you'll feel him suck on your toe. Oh yeah, I forgot he's no. got a And he'll have that session, little he? weird yeah, he's got the little session. weird yeah. sex pest smile that he has in his yeah, photos. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I would not want him rubbing my feet up, and yeah, hmm. that, that's something I would not feel comfortable with.
0: Yeah, so you'd fight. So you'd fight. I, you'd I would lose just for king. the sake of being creeped out. So you'd fight Joel and the liverkin
1: I'd fight the Liver king. But do you know what? I don't want to fight Liverkin because even though he's a scumbag and he is a fake, at the same time, he seems like a nice fella.
0: <laughs> he seems like a nice. fella. Do you know that? Yeah, I know what you mean. I, do get know what me. I mean,
1: yeah. even though he is a fucking fraud and uh, you know he has uh, prostituted um, the term mental health as well after being caught out, uh, at the same time, I, I don't know. I think he just seems like a nice fella. So I don't want to even really have to fight him, but I will. You will. I yeah. will. And the ones, I know this goes against the rules of wrestling, but do you know what a primitive person would not be expecting?
0: An M4, an M4 carbine.
1: I was going to say an MG42, but an M4 <laughs> would be just as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In fact, an MG42 is probably a bit more primitive, but you know, yeah, either way would do the job. Yeah, God, yeah. A claw hammer, a claw hammer. Anything, yeah. anything,
0: yeah, brilliant. Home base will probably have one on sale after Christmas, there you go. Right. Uh, well, I hope that answers your question. I think that was Dean who said that. I'm not too sure. It does sound like his sort of question. Uh, but whoever said that in, hopefully that's answered uh, when it. Answered it. Uh, next one. Now, Tom, I feel like I know what your answer is already because I think you've spoke about it not too long ago. The most outrageous thing you've seen in a gym. It's got to be your toilet one, isn't it?
1: Yeah, see, it, it's a cheat for me because I had access to CCTV and because I was managing one, I got to witness some absolute crazy things. Mm. So yeah, people shitting in the showers, do you know what I'm gonna go way back and I don't think it's something I've spoken about before, but I used to be a member of a gym in Uxbridge years ago, and there was a member of the gym that would let me explain the gym first. The gym was quite industrial, so it was like a big wide open space. Which gym was it? Um it goes by a different name now, but it used to be known as Rush. Was that the one where the old cinema used to be? Do you remember? I
0: think so.
1: I it was it?
0: Green was it? Green on the outside.
1: Yes, between you and me, Bill, it used to be as if he was going towards the Crown and Treaty. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah, I'm, I know which one you're about. Do you know, yeah, what, I'm about yeah, now, know yeah. what I'm talking about now. Yeah. Yeah. I know what I'm talking about.
1: Yeah. But it used to be the scene used to be propped up by these big, massive industrial pillars.
0: Hmm.
1: Um, there used to be a guy that just used to climb up and down them. And I'm talking what? about like 40 foot in height. He would just grab onto it and climb up it and climb down it. What was his session? Yeah. That's that would be just coming to gym, running like a lunatic, climb up it and down. At the time, me and a mate of mine um used to just look like what the fuck is going on and how they actually allowing it. Uh, it we later found out that he was um, well, their social media page put up a thing about how oh our member and it was a picture of this guy was training for UK Ninja Warrior. Oh okay, got Um, but ironically, we never actually saw him on UK Ninja Warrior. So either he was just bullshitting and just doing the most autistic stuff in the gym possible anyway, yeah. or he did go on it, but it was one of those people that fell in the, fell in the water
0: straight away. Mm. So who knows? But yeah, that was pretty wild witnessing that. God, I don't know what I've... Very, I mean, I've worked in quite a few gyms now, obviously military and civilian. And you, when you're working in a coach, um, from a coach perspective, you do see a lot of... Has anything been
1: weird in a military
0: gym that. environment? I've seen weird stuff in terms of kit layout, and so of people like how they do their kit for tabs and stuff. Um, Go on, like you see the classics, don't super you see-
1: weird or just uh, normal
0: weird. Any microwaves or yeah, there was that, there was that. But that's I, I, that is for, for a civilian here, and that someone putting a microwave in their backpack is quite weird, isn't it? For an army person, that's yeah. quite a normal story to hear. Um, someone I won- once someone s- a, um you got a fucking. This is the most mad thing. It, it's it's not outrageous, it's just fucking stupid. We're on a tab and he was moaning about his like back hurting the whole way. And we were like, right, okay, he's fucking, he's just moaning because he's, he's hard. It was a hard tab. His back was fucking hurting, carrying all his weight. We finished and we're like, fuck's sake. So the the the, uh, the staff, so the uh, the corporals who were like in charge of our section, they came over like, right, get your fucking Bergen. What? Why is your back hurting so much? They well, pulled I it apart. It, it? They pulled it apart. And the only thing he had in his Bergen was a giant dry bag. And at the bottom of this dry bag were just loads of metal plates, oh. weight plates. He had, yeah, else he had nothing else in his burger. He had nothing else in his burger apart. And they were like, all your weight is in one specific location. Yeah. So you're just loading that one area. And they were like, no fucking And It's like a pendulum like, swinging. They're yeah. like, no wonder you're fucking hurting, you lunatic. And then yeah, that I was I saw an officer do weird.
1: that and he got pulled
0: off within the first kilometre of the new one. It's fucking st- I'm not surprised. It's fucking ridiculous. I'm an officer thing of it. all people. Yeah. Joel,
1: just while we're on the topic of weird fins packed for tabs. I remember there was a, a guy About who.
0: God. So, let's we'll quickly, we'll quickly explain what TAB is for people who don't know. So, TAB yeah, go on. is like, it's the abbreviation for Tactical Advance to Battle. So, it's basically in the army, you'd walk to a location, a carrying a a power walk, carrying weight. In the American, what's it what's it called in America? Is it like a, 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 ruck, is it run? a ruck or. Yeah, a ruck. Yeah, rucking. Run, like that. Yeah, or so, if you're a Marine, yomping. Yeah, yomping. Yeah, so that's what it, if it is. If
1: you're a middle aged
0: woman, uh, power walking. Yeah, more walking.
1: But this is like, uh, in the army, it's like aggressive power walking
0: aggressive
1: so you're not power walking swinging your arms as you know going like oh yeah can't wait to get to Zumba no this is like you know you're in the Falklands oh can't wait to go and put a bayonet for that 19 year old conscript you know (laughs) it's like a different kind of atmosphere isn't it yeah yeah it's a bit yeah it's a I can't wait to show that I can't wait to show these kids the industrial horror of war yeah yeah Merry Christmas
0: yeah Merry what were you going to say yeah
1: the weirdest thing I ever saw was someone with filled up bags of water. What? <laughs> yeah. Bags of water? You know, like uh, when you'd get like a goldfish out of a funfair.
0: Fuck off. You have my eyes out here. They're, bag- no, They're goldfish bags up. of water. I still
1: remember the guy's cat badge. He was PWRR. Um PWRR? He had block bags filled with water. That's fantastic. And I think he had one of them because I was behind him during the tab. And I don't know what would happen. I think there was something in the top flap which pierced the water right. bag, because oh, no. all I saw was his bag. I heard it go, <laughs> I heard pop, and I right. just saw the top flap just uh, fucking deflate and loads of water just like through like where the zip wasn't fully really closed. It all just went mm-hmm. straight down, like two kilos worth of water, just wash straight mm-hmm. out. Yeah, that was a weird one to witness.
0: I mean, now, obviously in a civilian setting, I, 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 I do some work and I go to a, a cross it box. I won't say any specifics, but obviously naturally, I see a few crazy... I hear I hear and see a few crazy things, to be honest. Um, so people who go to that gym and are listening, I'm watching. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I'm not going to say specific. Yeah. Just, just know I'm watching. So whenever you're doing anything, I'll be I'll be there. I know what you're doing.
1: I'll be honest with you. I've relaxed a lot more. So like, I know that some people will look at things in the gym and be like, oh my God, what is this nutcase doing? That's important. But it's actually something legitimate. So for example, I'll, I've done Jefferson Curls in the gym before. I've encouraged some of the members of the gym to do Jefferson Curls before. Now, can you imagine being a normie and witnessing a Jefferson Curl? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It'll end up on one of those, you know, shit Instagram pages, like Form Police or whatever the normies call themselves.
0: That's different. I wouldn't say that's outrageous, but I get what you mean. Yeah, that's different.
1: But, yeah, I have witnessed some really crazy stuff, things I've mentioned on the podcast before. So, yeah, like, well, just like the usual stuff in regards to people like scratching their asses and sniffing. Mm. You know, yeah, someone took a shit in the fucking shower and stamped it down. Uh, Yeah. I mean, that's actually kind of regular, to be honest yeah, with you. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I was, I was, I was going to say that
0: one, Tom, but I was going to tell that when you get the old geese with talcum powder in the gym, and he just like balls that's up that's normal. Uh, swinging like pendulums, tapping away, powder everywhere. That's normal. It's not even outrageous at this point. It's just like a yeah. normal occurrence in a commercial gym. You,
1: I see odd things like uh, there was a lady who we, <laughs> we, we, we nicknamed her Mortal Kombat. What because is if you
0: combat?
1: Oh you got your nickname everyone, mate. It's the way it is. <laughs> Scratched up uh, week. She was in the class area. uh she later claimed that she was a martial artist. <laughs> I don't think she was. And she had two resistance bands in each hand. Uh she had a resistance band in each hand and she was doing like nunchucks of resistance bands, but like I had to go out there and I think do you know what? Without being too cheeky. I'm pretty sure I broke GDPR and sent you the CCTV about a <gasps> year ago.
0: You did, I remember now, yeah. I think it's that. now. she was got, kicking plyo boxes,
1: messages. like fly-kicking plyo boxes, like swinging these. Uh, I had to go outside and tell her to calm down. She was going to give someone whiplash.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, brilliant, love that. We'll move on to the uh, next question, Tom. So oh, back on the army train again. Oh, this one's a bit more... We'll have to be careful how we never this one. So um, <laughs> thoughts on army PTIs, Like Farron Morgan. So I'm not going to say specifically that person, mate, but I think what they basically mean is social media army PTIs, ones who base their entire profiles off being an army PTI. So a physical training instructor in the army. This individual, he got, he actually got some stick though, didn't he? Not too long ago. I think that's why they mentioned him. He was in the news for calling everyone who's joining the army now fat and shit. Yeah. um, Caused a bit of a uh, stir, didn't he? Look,
1: we we have to be careful what we say, but. yeah I think his comments were just fucking shit yeah they were Yeah, and to be honest with you I think it was a very poor reflection on on the institute he represents yeah and to be honest if I'm going off of if I have to judge a character by things he has said then uh, yeah I think he's shit as well it's as simple as that but this whole like uh, social media PTI thing that I've seen crop up over the past couple of years Mm. I think it's a mixed bag to be honest with you I mean, you've got the types that seem to just want to have a portfolio for when they maybe one day apply for Love Island, you know. <laughs> yeah, but at the yeah. same time, there are some good accounts out there that do put out genuine, decent information. And if it's in regards to these type of characters, you can ask us, oh, what are our thoughts on... Yeah xyz or this particular character now i could be a bit of a dick and say oh well what do you mean by thoughts on be specific thoughts on what thoughts on their religion what thoughts on their clothing choice what i'm pretty sure you're asking what are my thoughts on the possibly the information they put out Hmm. in which case the easiest thing for me to ask is have they actually given you anything to take away from their material Hmm. or is it just pictures of them just in, running in, rig, in the woods in rig, with a really around, shit action, running is to be ready. Ready is to be running. Well, hashtag, oh, hashtag for that. anyway. hashtag, <laughs> yeah. hashtag grind.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: there's this whole thing about you know tactical athletes, etc. Which, by the way, I do want to just say, as far as I'm aware, it's not a fucking trademarked term. You know, without mentioning names, it's not a trademarked term. Yeah. You know why are people are getting pissed about? Oh, this person is saying they train tactical athletes. So fucking what? So fucking what? I programmed squats. So I didn't invent the squat, <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. I, I, I I fucking programmed hypertrophy.
0: Mm. I didn't fucking create it. Yeah, I get what you mean. Not, not much really more to say on that, really. Like, there's some good ones out there. There's some bad ones out there. But you can say about anyone, really. Like, the, the army's always going to be that thing where, especially, it's more of a state side thing, but obviously they're seen as quite... Um, almost royalty in some regards, like people in the forces. So um, you put it on social media, people get a bit of a door from us because people are like, oh my God, this person's in the army, get fucking hard on, they get, a bit, get excited. and that's- I'll,
1: I'll be uh, 100% honest. Uh, look, some PTIs are super, super fit. Mm. There's no denying it. But I believe that a lot of uh, military PTIs suffer from the exact same curse that civilian PT suffer from. And that is... I think the vast majority of shit and right. outdated.
0: Tom, that, that moves us very nicely on to the next question, mate. So following that, someone actually did ask, how good is the basic PTI qual? Are the good PTIs good because of or despite their training? Now, I can come at this anecdotally a little bit because when I did the course, I went in with quite a good base knowledge of like physical training anyway. And my own training was quite good. Like, I was very fit. I was good at training, blah, blah, blah. blah. So when I went there, I was in a really good place already, and that's probably why I did quite well on the course because I was already in a good place. The stuff they teach on you had there, yeah,
1: all those Scooby videos, I love
0: yeah. oh, Fuck off, yeah. That was oh God, yeah, I was, was long before that, but um, <laughs> but basically, like, if you went and had no idea at all, the course would get you. Like, you do learn some stuff on the course. Like, it's not like a, it's not like a waste of time. There's some good stuff on there. The thing is though, is there's people on the course who will. Um, obviously I'm not in any bear in mind so bear this up this is this could be outdated information but there's people on the course who would simply just get through because at the end of the day people have been sent on this course because there's a requirement at their unit to have a PTI so it's the school the PT school doesn't want to fail people like the only way I the only way, the, from my point of view the only way I saw people failing that course was if they failed the run at the start so you would do the 2k run which is part of the new test if you failed that you'd get booted off Apart from that, you couldn't really fail anything else. Like even the tests, you get to do a retest. And if you mm. did re like, I'll be honest, like the first test we did, we got the fucking answers, Tom. We actually got hold of the answers before the test, mate. So people were like a little WhatsApp group, like, oh, here's the answer, here's the questions and the answers. Brilliant. So that's the army in general, though. Yeah, and people that's with
1: navigation, that's fucking weapons handling. Like to be
0: fair, Tom, people were still fucking mince enough to fail it, even though we had the answers, yeah. which I'm not going to go into. But then. If they failed at that time, they'd then do it again, and they'd get even more help to make sure they passed it. And this was from my point of view, bear in mind, so I might be a bit, maybe a bit skewed on some of the details. But so what that gave me the indication was, there are people there who they they were pretty pretty mince in terms of the academics. When they were delivering lessons, they were literally fucking shit and scrape through, um, and then they'd go to the unit and be a shit PTI. So what that tells me is, is that, is the course good? Yes, the materials. There. Some of the instructors are amazing. Like we had actually, obviously Dean Hammond, we've had the podcast. He was actually one of the instructors when I was there. And he was fucking really good, one of the best ones there. But you can't help. can I think it's one of those courses where you've got to help yourself a little bit. And afterwards as well, especially if you come out of it. If you went in and you were pretty shit, when you come out of it, I don't think you're going to be, in most cases, mm. that very good. Like I was just, I, I was good before I went in, I'd say. I picked up some good stuff while I was there. That's no doubt. But I don't think I was a good PTI. I'm not saying I was... That sounds a bit fucking up my own arse, there. But I wouldn't say I was a good PTI because of the course. It a great PTI. I was a fucking... I wouldn't say I was a good PTI because of the course. It was because of the stuff I was doing outside of my professional job. I was doing... Obviously, like the podcast, we were doing that while I was still in. So I was doing a lot of stuff outside of it. And I did a lot of stuff before the course. So I think I was a good PTI despite the course. Do you feel that...
1: So, for example, when you when we started the podcast, obviously both got balls deep into research mm-hmm. and translating and understanding the context of training uh, and when to give advice, etc. Would you say that certain things that you learned whilst doing the podcast actually became a part of your your tr- you're training of the, the
0: troops when you was a PTI. Oh, 100%. I remember mate, you man, saying
1: how you actually
0: kind of made static stretching take a backseat. Yeah, 100%, mate. Like, the, on my mind check, because on the course, they obviously part of the lesson is you do warm up, yeah, fine, you have fine use session, then you do a cool down, which is normally a 20-minute stretch off. I got to a point where, because we were looking at the data so much, on we did a recovery series at that time, and we were looking so much into it, and I just couldn't justify spending 10, 20 minutes after a lesson stretching people off. Like yeah. yeah subjectively you might feel good but I from a yeah. professional point I was like is this is actually going to help them because they 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 worried they're going to be sore the next day what can I do so I'll yeah. take her for a walk or something we'd go for like an active recovery piece of like a jog or a walk or whatever yeah. relevant to the session so I changed also I don't want to waste people's time like I said if you want to do it you can but
1: plus what images are you, what uh, beliefs are you putting into their heads mm-hmm. if you make them for, no no after physical activity activity you have to cool down by stretching like have yeah. to. Not oh, it's an option, but no, you have to.
0: But this is but this is it, this is the same with anything. I'm not gonna slag off like the PTI course is the same as any other course you would do in any walks of life. It's an entry point to get you into the door of a role. Afterwards it is the individual response. obviously there's management responsibility as well, that's for sure, but there's individual responsibility to progress and learn. So, like if a lot of PTIs, the problem is they're expected to do multiple roles, not most cases not yeah. the PTI. So, if they're not that bothered about going to the PT core and they're trying to progress in an infantry role, for example, are they really going to spend hours reading research and getting like stuck into developing their physical training ability? Probably not. So do they even always... understand
1: how to? Yeah, exactly. If so they even they... wanted to in the first place, do they know what resources are at hand?
0: And that's where they've got to rely on their management. So. It's it's a bit of a, a bit of a weird one. And our management gonna give a fuck or even understand there's a problem? But yeah, that that's my understanding of it. We'll um, we'll leave it there. I don't want to keep going on too much about it. This is supposed to be a Christmas special, not fucking super army soldier special, right? Anyway, oh, this next question is gonna bring us right back onto the Christmas spirit, guys. So, is Santa better off with eating milk and cookies or mince pies and brandy? In brackets, P.S. Mince pies are the devil's food. Wow. Okay. It depends. Right. Let's think about this, Tom. So, are they better off eating milk? I mean, I'd argue that from a performance point of view, in terms of delivering presents to all these children, eating milk and cookies would probably be a better performance enhancer. I'll be honest. Yes. Mince pies and brandy might have slowed down.
1: I mean, I think there's an ethical conversation to be had here. What do you mean ethical? I mean, it's pretty negligent to get Santa ah, pissed up with Brandy behind the sleigh he then has to go and drive his sleigh or yeah. fly his
0: would you drive a sleigh or fly no you fly it fly isn't it yeah. you'd fly it so wouldn't you yeah he'd yeah.
1: fly it yeah. what, do you, what do you do with a motorboat by the way a motorboat
0: yeah drive you can't it, sail don't
1: you? it there's no sail yeah. you, yeah, drive you drive it, it.
0: Yeah, you drive a motorboat don't you yeah it's irrelevant. you drive a boat yeah I'm pretty sure you, you drive don't it. pilot a boat no you're not a pilot are you you're a captain of a boat aren't you
1: ooh no if you're a captain you will actually pilot something don't you what but anyway, this is irrelevant to the conversation. <laughs> yes, it's
0: completely irrelevant. <laughs> completely irrelevant. God. The,
1: uh, uh, the, the, the main point I'm trying to make here is that I don't know if it's ethical. I mean, bear in mind, like, how many houses are putting out brandy oh, for Santa? Oh, mate,
0: as well, some mince pies are actually infused with brandy. So if you think if that all adds up, all those mince pies, we're, we're talking a bottle of brandy probably, even more, because of, think of all the houses this, fucking go, this guy goes around.
1: I mean, how many I, – I, I but I do believe – I mean, don't ask my sources on this uh, – But I do believe there's actually a lot of unregistered, um, sleigh related hit hit-and-run deaths every year, every Christmas, just not widely reported.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. For political reasons, yeah. (laughs) What do you mean political reasons? What political reasons?
1: Well, just, uh, you know, whoever may be behind these sleigh attacks, not accidents, but attacks, obviously has like a political affiliation.
0: (laughs) Jesus Christ. Anyway, so, yeah, our answer there is eating milk and cookies for the safety of others. Um, we can't go any further, apparently, because of political reasons, which I'm not sure what Tom's on about. Um, anyway, we'll move on to the next political one. Political
1: reasons is that if I grass him up, I won't get my present.
0: <laughs> fair enough. All right, fair enough. I want my heating paid for listen. this <laughs> uh, Next one. Also, this one's about you, Tom, actually, this next one. Uh, oh, brilliant. So this would be a classic for those of you who've been here before. Um, has Tom deadlifted over 60 kilos yet? Uh, I'll be honest, Tom, you've been ill for so long, mate. When was the last you actually went to the gym?
1: You know I picked up an empty barbell underneath my sofa. Uh,
0: Why have you got about, an empty barbell under your sofa? I,
1: I've got a barbell under my sofa. What? In case I what? want to do living room squats. Under your I'm sofa? I'm going to be one of those people... Yeah, I'm want to be. I'm going to be one of those people that starts doing lifts in my living room. Oh, God, right. So I've got an empty barbell underneath my sofa and uh, I I picked it up um, for weeks back and it was only 20 kilos because it was an empty barbell. It felt unrealistically heavy compared to usual. Okay. And now it's actually gaslit me into the sense that I don't know... If you've got a twenty-two kilo barbell or a twenty-five kilo compared to a twenty kilo, it's phoned me off completely.
0: I'm pretty sure it's only a twenty, mate. I don't, I don't think I've ever seen a twenty-five hex bar, so. isn't it?
1: No, you can get a twenty-five kilo barbell. Can you? I think so. I, I hope so because I've said it now. Let me just Google it. Twenty-five. I don't can barbell. get the
0: fixed ones, like the actual, um you know, the ones you get in commercial gyms that are already pre-made. Yeah, but I don't know if you can get like an actual proper. I, I must have dreamt it. Yeah, I don't think it's real, mate. COVID's getting to red. I've a bar behind my sofa. Maybe that was a dream.
1: <laughs> it's been a rough couple of weeks for me, Bill, to God, be honest with right, you. Right,
0: next one. A lot of these questions are army-related, because this next one's also army-related, um, which we'll come on to we'll give you details. So someone sent in, thoughts on naked bar, should it still be a um, thing? I think they're delicious. Uh, I love granola. What? Oh, I see what you did there. Very funny, Tom. Very funny. So <laughs> for those unaware... Naked bar is something that's probably been shit-canned to my knowledge now. Um, it's a thing in the army where... I think it's actually in rugby. Isn't it a rugby thing as well? Because basically, naked bar is when... If someone shouts naked bar and you're in your bar, so in the army, it'd be like your, your squadron bar, company bar, whatever, like all, all, all the guys. Um, someone shouts naked bar, you get naked. Basically what it was. Um, <laughs> a bit fucking mental. And you
1: stay naked, basically. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's basically it. Obviously, the day and age we live in now, the, the army's moving forwards. They're trying to cut back on alcohol consumption. Naked bar has now being pulled back. They're asking us, should it still be a thing? It's an interesting question, isn't it? Um, the, I mean, this the is thr- the
1: first to first to my knowledge that it's actually been stopped.
0: Yeah, well, I, I don't know who asked this. Um, I'm not actually sure who has asked it. I think it it's sound disappointed. Who I sound disappointed?
1: I mean, you do sound disappointed, but whoever's asked this also sounds disappointed.
0: I think from I look at it from both sides, I think should it still be a thing, I can understand a reason why they've stopped it in the day and age of social media where literally everything ends up on the internet if you start having fit videos of a bunch of squadies men and women of all ages bear in mind you get some very young you know soldiers coming through and obviously older ones completely bollock naked running around a fucking bar throwing drinks everywhere that is not a good image for the military for the modern, a modern modern day army so i can understand why they're a bit mm. like scared of it however it's a very fun thing it's a very good thing for building. It's a very good thing for building. Um, what's the word like? Uh, team uni- group exercise. Yeah, team, team building, unity between your section, your troop, your you know squadron, regiment, whatever. Because the moment you've seen someone naked, you've seen it all, haven't you? There's no, there's nothing to hide. Mm. It's you, you know, you know, you can, you've got, you've got no issues. You can go into fucking war with this person, whatever. So it's things like that. Any of those little fucking boisterous activities that take place in a you know a rugby bar you could say or a fucking military bar i understand why they took place however i understand in this day and age why potentially it's probably not a good idea especially when there's lots of cases of stuff coming out now um i'm not gonna i don't want to bring down the fucking christmas special even more but there's basically stuff well there's stuff that's been happening which is inappropriate which is making the army look fucking pretty terrible Hmm. so i can see why they're trying to nip it in the bud almost and with phones everywhere it's like the army trusts
1: that you're Old enough to be able to go to another country and uh, kill someone, mm. but not see another teammate's penis
0: or vagina. There are women in the army. Or anus, so, you bigot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> or anus? No, I said anus as well. I'm being inclusive
0: here. Yeah, inclusive,
1: yeah. Um, I mean, I think this should come down to a health and safety level of things. Health and safety. Are you are you at danger of having your eye poked out? How big are these fucking penises? Well, this is where it comes a bit more trickier because they've got a the average of each uh, platoon. The average. The average of each platoon, you know, and if it goes under a certain metric, it means there's less chance of someone losing an eye. But if I don't know you're you're in a uh, you're in a platoon of some mm. absolute you know packing packing some hefty sausage here, then uh, yeah, maybe that that that, that platoon can be banned from naked parts. Oh, this, this
0: conversation's gone right down, isn't it? Um, oh. I think we'll take it back I, a bit I think it'll still happen though Tom I think it'll be a case of if a squadron bar wants to do it they'll just tell people right phone's in this basket and we'll just Yeah, what in. Bill
1: I've not witnessed this year on any of the social media usual social media sites there have been no uh, food fights from what I've witnessed no yeah
0: online. that's a good point yeah food there's fights there's been so no yeah. food fights yeah that's a good point I've also not seen any artillery shells getting put up people's asses. to be disappointed <laughs> or officers sniffing <laughs> fucking cocaine off their swords I'm not saying that either. I mean, it is happening, it's just not wildly documented. Yeah, it's not yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. What happens in the guards stays in the guards. See, I'm not a part of it anymore, so I can't
0: I feel like I feel like, like, this is what I'm saying. we said it's not happening, but I reckon it's got to a point where people just be more clever with their phone usage now. Play, people are like, right, guys, if you want to fucking have a laugh, if you want to get naked, phones got to go in this basket until after the fucking function. Because we cannot risk one of these photos or videos getting out on social media. It's fucking suicide. So
1: I mean, uh, I think like the uh, everything that happened with like Sergeant Blackman has changed. People know to put their phones Camera's away, up. Yeah. their GoPros. If you're going to commit a war crime, you know, <laughs> come on, come on, lads, just switch it off. We'll just look the other way.
0: Yeah, start switching on or switch it off. <laughs> yeah, de- boom. Yeah, <laughs> tagline. That's the new. That's the army tagline.
1: I've been made to delete videos before. Have you? Yeah, I was gripped really bad once. What was the video on? And made to delete a video. I what can't was... say. Which means you can't say. She's fucking. Can't. I'll tell you afterwards when we're off there.
0: This is going to be brilliant, isn't it?
1: But it's something that the uh, media would not want
0: to witness. Next question. Uh, all right. Anyway, uh, moving on from naked bar. Oh, this is a nice. is a nice one. Uh, talk, speaking there? of what, war it's... crimes, yeah. What, what favorite? What's your favorite family tradition? <laughs> Commit a war crime. <laughs> could be German.
1: <laughs> oh God if you're german oh no yeah. there's no there's no christmas truce this episode <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh anyway right favorite family tradition i mean i live alone give <laughs> it oh, a little violent it's me being depressing yeah. give it a little vibe no okay it's joke aside though i mean i'm actually going home to my uh, parents this christmas for the first time quite a few years now It'd be nice um but in terms of like family i mean i've got some christmas traditions i can talk about uh in terms of like family traditions um I haven't really got any... I mean, I moved out of my parents fucking years ago when I joined the army, so it was. I've not really been, yeah. say, so family traditions. But, I mean, things I like to do around Christmas, regardless of where I am... Um, tip your landlord? Tip my landlord. God, I've never met my landlord. Um, I like to watch the Harry Potter films, start to finish. That's always a good one to do. I'm on the... What am I on next? I've got the Goblet of Fire to watch next. Uh, so that's, that's always... Um, that's a great little tradition I like to do. So I think I started in 2019, I think it was, uh, when the film came out. Was I think I spoke about this on the last Christmas special, actually, was The King. That film? That action Core, Yeah. Yeah, I like to watch that on 23rd or 24th with a vegan cheese board and some wine. That's a, that's a lovely that's a lovely evening in. So that's something else I like to do. Is there anything else I like to do, Christmas-wise tradition? Not really. I mean, I don't know. Have you got anything, Tom? Anything you want to add? Punchy? Yeah, mine's
1: actually quite a relatively normal one, actually. It's, do you know what? It's something that started... Um, where It's when the lockdown happened. I'm trying to remember. I think it was... 2020, yeah, I think it was 2020, yeah, 20, actually. 2020
0: was the first lockdown, yeah.
1: 2020, when things were locked down over Christmas. So my work basically shut down. The gym shut yeah, okay. down. um, So it would be like the first Christmas where I actually had time to do anything. Okay. Because I couldn't train clients because the gym was shut down. I couldn't do any shifts at the gym because once again, that was shut down. So I just had the whole December to just... And funny enough, it was like one of the first Decembers where... I wasn't actually ill either, hmm. probably because I didn't have to stress out about work because I was on furlough. Something I like to do with my family is we actually get in the car uh, at night and we just drive around and look at all the Christmas lights. sounds super simple. On what day? And on probably Christmas super day? boring. No, 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 not on Christmas Day, but just around the time that all the... Oh, be, okay, around, Yeah. To be fair, if I wasn't ill, I'd be doing it... Phew, I would have done it tonight as well. Yeah. Yeah, there was fuck all to do in 2020, during that Did it, lockdown.
0: But Tom, didn't you say, like last week, that, that you looked out your window, there was like one Christmas light, and it wasn't even a light, it was just someone's fucking blue light bulb. <laughs> I was picked up since. Oh, yeah, it I was picked up, I was picked up, up, was up. It picked
1: but, up it? right. Uh, see, my road is quite shit for it, Yeah. but there's a couple of other, uh, there's a couple of other roads, and particularly during that lockdown, it seemed that everyone had, like, loads of Christmas lights, mm. you know, around Ricep simply because there was fucking nothing else to do, during lockdown. So, people went absolutely crazy, there was still this kind of like, um, Blitz spirit, almost, where, you know, clap for carers were still going on, etc. Blitz
0: Blitz spirit? We weren't getting bobbed by the Germans, mate.
1: Well, no, but it was, like, during lockdown and COVID was still a big, massive deal. And it was around Christmas as well. So just saying that everyone seemed to want to have, like, their Christmas, like, super tacky this year. Hmm. And it's something that we've still been doing since, which is where we just get in the car, crank the heating up, listen to some Christmas tunes. It's always fucking Michael Bublé, because it's around this time he comes out of his cryogenic cell, you know. um and we just drive around look at like all the christmas lights and this year this year a couple of weeks ago uh, we actually found a whole new road oh wow we've never been to before that's like really super tacky with our lights and when it comes to christmas decorations i believe the tacky are better Mm. i'm not one of those oh let's just have like a little bit of gold or I'll oh, just have a bit of blue or oh, mate, know, it's you're a bit, spickety, your house covered in fucking tinsel
0: Christmas. are you covered in fucking oh, tinsel oh mate
1: it's all oh, the main Jesus the main Christ. pantone colours I've got green oh, I've got red you gold I've got blue it is just one big eyesore but that's why I like it oh, that's really? how I like my Christmas decorations I don't like these people that go oh less is more in this case Let's be a bit minimalistic so I'll like bore off
0: all right, sorry, mate. I'm like pers- it. flashy. Personal, personal attack here.
1: Well, I'm kind of looking out a window now and I can see someone's got just simple, boring yellow lights. Just don't bother. If you're <laughs> going to be like that, don't bother.
0: Just don't bother.
1: If you're not going to have a bit of glitz and glam there, don't bother. Honest to God, mate, it's great where I am at the moment. The lights are insane. I mean, my, even my mum's gone all out this year. Her street looks like fucking Heathrow Runway. <laughs> <laughs> Heathrow
0: <laughs> Runway. That's brilliant. Love that. Uh, right. Oh, this last question. Fucking hell. This last question is a bit punchy. Uh, pardon the pun, as you'll find out. Um, who would win in a fight, Bill or Tom? Now, I've thought about this actually, Tom, because people are going to hear some bombshells now. So, while I am actually bigger than Tom, Tom is, um, he, you know, he's actually quite a quite a handy little handy little fucker. Um, I, I don't think I, I think he'll reveal any stories <laughs> yeah, now. I, I don't think he'll reveal any stories on the podcast, but um, he's been known to cause some damage. That's all I'm going to say. I don't know if I'd actually want to get into a fight of him, really. I'm not sure how safe I'd, oh, I'd be. I'd...
1: I appreciate that, Bill. But if I'm being honest with you, um, you know, ever ever since I uh, paid for a injury rehab course that turned out to just be a course, may I clarify, adding punctuation marks to that term, at course, turned out to just be eight fucking videos they sent me in a Google Docs link or whatever. Um, I've since lost all will to live anyway. So okay. there wouldn't be a fight, Bill. I've I'll just lay down for you, mate. Oh, right, cheers, mate. You know, I have out. I've, I forked out. You know, five hundred quid for my level four strength and conditioning course that turned out to be a company going bust that I can no longer actually access the the learning materials from now anyway. So yeah, <laughs> I've I've lost all the will to live anyway, Bill. So I'll, I'll just lay down for you, mate, and you crack on for me.
0: Get Christmas feed then, isn't it? There you go. That's my present to you. I'm fucking banging out Joel Seedman doing squat you in, and I'm taking out Tom. You what go. a success. Merry a success.
1: Christmas. That's, that's your birthday present as well, though. All oh, right, okay. I'll take it. I'll take it. That's all your presents now done.
0: Guys, that's the, uh, the Q&A over. We're going to move on to the next part of this special, and this one is something that Tom's not too aware of. So it's the classic. You might have seen this a few times, actually. it has been out a little while, a little bit of a trend. The try not to laugh game. So...
1: Hand a minute No, explain the rules to me because it might be different from what I know of.
0: So I'm just going to say some stuff. There might be a question, or it might be I might. Be, I've got some news actually. I actually got it's not fitness oh, fuck news. Fuck but you, got, I know this game. I've got some news. It's a bit. Some of it's. On, it's I said it's not fitness news, but it's on brand because obviously we on the news, fitness news. But so all of I'm going to read them out, and you've got to try not to laugh. Tom is the no. The aim, fuck
1: you. I can't. I, my, the, right. My <laughs> poker face. No, hold on Let me just uh, think of sad faults.
0: I think of sad thoughts.
1: Oh, and I was getting depressed again. I'm thinking about my courses I fucked up
0: on. <laughs> All that money you've spent. Right. Are you ready, Tom? Because I'm, I, I'm, I can see the answers. I'm laughing already because I, I know what's coming. Right, I need to compose. I'm going to, I need to right, have a sip of wine first. Get myself back in the game.
1: Oh, I've got the worst poker face ever. You ready, Tom? I'm looking at something sharp for me to stab into my leg as a distraction. Right, first one.
0: <laughs> you I've not even said anything. Yeah. That, wasn't, that wasn't a question, mate. You got to laugh, yeah. Right, we'll start, we'll start from now. Tom. Why was the guitar teacher arrested?
1: Guitar or Qatar? Because there's plenty of reasons why a guitar teacher might have been arrested. Knowing their human track record.
0: This is this is a two way dialogue, Tom. This is a fucking one way. I game. made you laugh. <laughs> stop, stop getting involved, you little fucker. Right, start again. Right. Why was the guitar teacher arrested? I'm unsure. Why was the guitar teacher arrested? For fingering a minor, was he filling a minor? Oh, I thought you might know that because you play guitar. I thought I thought you might you might. I can't tell a magician that joke. Yeah, I thought you about that one. Yeah, so. On, Bill. So as I said, I've got some news here for you guys. This one's um, very on brand. So it's actually legit as well. So a street near Buckingham Palace is being renamed to Prince Andrew's Close. It's not honorary. <laughs> it's a warning. <laughs>
1: Oh, hell a minute. I thought it was actually genuine. I thought it was a real a real headline. <laughs>
0: oh oh God, Is that what
1: you're laughing at? you it did the punchline.
0: Yeah. The punchline. It, so,
1: <laughs> it, it fucking could have been. That's, that's why I was laughing. So I thought it was genuine.
0: <laughs> you were just laughing at the fact. Right, I'll read, I'll read that again. I thought it was real punchline. though. That's the thing. Right, okay. It could be real though, can't so, it? As I said. It sounds like it could be real. A street in a Buckingham Palace has been renamed to Prince Andrew's Clothes. It's not honorary. It's a warning. Do you get it? Yeah, good. Right. I get it yeah you get it good right some more news here guys King Charles is isolating in Balmoral with COVID-19 Prince Andrew is isolating in Windsor with Jenny 14 uh, oh he's steely steely he is steely eyed there to be a theme with these jokes here. right next one I've got a fun fact for you Tom you ready in Britain when you turn 100 you get a letter from the king and when you turn 16 you get a text from Prince Andrew
1: yeah definitely a theme
0: He's doing very well here. Right, I'm about to blow your mind up. So next one. We've got, we've got, we we've got, we're having some fun here. Of course, we mentioned Prince Andrew, we've got to bring up the Germans. So, Tom, what do you call a German virgin? Go on. Good and tight. No. Oh, he's, he's not moving, he's good, he's good. Right, this next one. Tom, have you heard about the new German microwave?
1: Oh shit, I don't know if I want to ask.
0: It's got 10 seats inside.
1: Oh fuck me! Yep, yeah, can't have that on.
0: Oh, oh
1: Bill, that's terrible.
0: <laughs> you know what makes me laugh the most, Tom, is that you are so steely-eyed of all of them, apart from. the the one that I said, which wasn't even the joke, the, stat- the statement I made about the, uh, uh, the street. I thought it was real. <laughs> yeah, you thought I thought it, it was, was real. <laughs> I thought you'd been from a real headline. <laughs> what they named it? They named a street near Buckingham Palace of Prince. But Owen. this is what's
1: so fucked up is that it shouldn't come as a surprise that I thought it was real.
0: Yeah, that's bad, isn't it? It yeah. sounds like something
1: that could happen. Oh. Uh, Bill, what's brown and sticky? I don't know. A stick because it's sticky and it's brown.
0: No. <laughs> I'm laughing because you've got like this. <laughs> really just, for you people who couldn't see that, he was doing like the most weird little smile. i a Nancy Prince Andrew smile at me there. trying to like wait It's my me. COVID smile when I'm just wait, trying to survive. Wait for me to laugh then. Um Brilliant. You got if you got any anything for Peter? Uh not that I want to share on the podcast. <laughs> oh god, how bad are they? I thought we were quite bad there to be fair. I thought the microwave one was pretty ruthless.
1: Yeah, they're, they're pretty fucking horrendous. Uh yeah. I'm definitely not gonna share them on the uh on the older uh, Podcast, no fucking
0: oh God, way, well. Jose. Um, as you can see, guys, we, we've, we've mentioned them. You know the Germans, Prince Andrew, quite a lot. So I thought it'd be a good opportunity to bring them back up again. Tom was a steely-eyed dealer of non-laughter there, very impressive. Um, apart Bear in from
1: mind, I'm very, very ill, and yeah. uh, I don't have a clue what the fuck's going on. Anyway,
0: apart from the revelation that there was a street being named Prince Andrew's clothes, that that got him going. Um, right, yeah, Tom <laughs> was, what was real. We, what we're gonna do Tom. We're gonna finish by bringing back an old game. From last year, um, you did quite well on this last year. But I want to see if you can, you know, improve a little bit. So the game is the Amazon gift game. So those who were with us for last year's Christmas special will remember this. Basically, if you go on Amazon every year, you can see the top gifts that are being basically being bought. Okay, um, I've chose three categories for this. I've done video games, DVD and Blu-rays, and CDs and vinyl. This is the UK Amazon, by the way, for our, for, our, for our stateside listener. Uh, so I thought you were gonna
1: say like appliances and I was gonna say straight away air fryer, definitely. Oh god, yeah,
0: that'd be too easy, Tom. People too have easy. been
1: all over the air fryer hype yeah, yeah. this year since right. I got into it mad.
0: Tom, have we got a jingle for the Amazon Gift game? Have you got anything you wanna you're the musician, as you you know, you said at the start.
1: Uh Amazon jingle. Don't touch your dingle, two shakes or it counts as masturbating.
0: Right, that's our jingle for the Amazon gift game. Right, so first up then, guys, we're going to go with video games. I'm going to give Tom three games. You can play along as well, guys. If you're listening, play along. Um, And, you know, if you do well, I was going to say let us know, but we probably won't really be that bothered. Yeah, we (laughs) won't send you anything. No, you're not going to get anything for it. So play along. It'll be good for your your own fun, your own Christmas fun. So these three games, Tom, we have got Pokemon Violet Nintendo Switch, Pokemon Scarlet, nintendo switch and god of war ragnarok ps5 in what order are these games pokemon one first which one same again you've got pokemon violet and pokemon scarlet i'm gonna go with scarlet first okay then violet Mm -hmm. then god of war wow i'll tell you what that's a fantastic start tom you're very close you got Violet and Scarlet the way we're around, but...
1: Oh, fuck.
0: They were the top two. That really blows my mind, that. I mean, I know, I know Nintendo Switch is really kicking off um, recently, but, yeah, fair play to them. I mean, God of War it yeah, surprised surprise
1: me. Pokemon is just a cash cow at the yeah, moment. Yeah, it's pretty
0: good, isn't it? Um, right, next one, Tom. We're going to move on to DVDs and Blu-rays. And for all of you listening, get stuck in. So the three films we've got, Tom, is Elvis... Which is the film about Elvis Presley, with uh, Austin Butler? I think it was. Um, we've got that makes sense. We've got Top Gun Maverick, and we've got Downton yeah. Abbey: A New Era. So I'll say those again. We've got Elvis, Top Gun Maverick, and Downton Abbey: A New Era. And what order are these films?
1: Is this worldwide, or is it just Amazon in the UK?
0: Amazon UK. This Amazon UK.
1: Oh, Downtown Abbey, Top Gun, and
0: uh, Elvis. John, roll, please. You are very wrong. Um, really? So, number one is Top Gun Maverick. Number two was Downtown Abbey. And number three was Elvis.
1: Okay, that's acceptable. That's why we... I mean, I don't know the type of people that watch Downtown Abbey, to be honest with you. I imagine they're very, very dull. It's it's like for people that want to watch The Crown but without the excitement.
0: Yeah, I was going to say that because the, Crown, the Crown's like very dramatic, isn't it? Very dramatic. I mean, for our stateside yeah. listeners who watch The Crown, just to let you know, a lot of it is not real. Um, yeah. It's a, lot, a lot of it's like made up and dramatised <laughs> yeah <laughs> I
1: mean uh, some of the characters in appear in the crown don't actually even exist in real life
0: like who I've not seen the like series Prince Charles Pri- <laughs> Prince Charles well he's King Charles now
1: never considered that there yeah. is no King Charles uh, god that sounds like uh, not heresy uh, treason saying that mm. shit what if I could change my my, 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 my uh, fuck uh, M- Mountbatten Mountbatten he didn't exist there you go side character
0: Mountbatten yeah, he existed. What he did. You mean Matt he, did. Oh, he, he did. Oh, God. <laughs> he did. Got blown up, didn't right. he? Moving swiftly on. Right, That's my uh, next question? Right. Next question is CDs and vinyl. So I love these names; they're brilliant. So we've got
1: Louis Capaldi.
0: No, no, he's, he's not. Albums, now, is it? So we've got. Oh, you like one? Only the strong survive. Bruce Springsteen.
1: Oh fuck! Is he still going?
0: A family Christmas with the Pacelli family, and Christmas with Cliff.
1: Oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate Cliff Richard.
0: <laughs> go on. Which, we've gone 3 i I'm going with one. fucking Cliff Richard. Well,
1: it's number one. First of all, yeah. <laughs> because all right. the only people that still listen to CDs are people that are aware well oh, of Cliff Richard. It. Do you reckon he's a nonce? Yeah. I've had this discussion with people in the past. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, some like, people yeah. are very defensive of him. So I'm yeah, going to Yeah,
0: but people were defensive of Jimmy For Saffel.
1: my own safety.
0: What do you mean, your own safety?
1: Because his fan base is very... Hostile. Er- erratic.
0: Erratic? Oh, a little deranged, yeah. are they?
1: I mean, these are the kind of people that, you know, have 10 cats, Bill. Oh, okay, got you. Yeah. And have, like, cardboard cutouts of Cliff yeah. in their bathroom. Sure. On the back of the bathroom door, actually facing them as they're on the toilet. This is what mm. kind of fan base we're dealing with here. The kind of people that, instead of opting for a mirror on their ceiling, will have just a picture of Cliff Richard's face on the ceiling.
0: So you're going to say Cliff at number one?
1: Yeah, Cliff number one. Who's next? Uh, what's that crime family? <laughs> the Bocelli family. Yeah, them. The family uh, Christmas,
0: the Bocelli family. Yeah. And what was the other one you said? Only the strong survive. Bruce Springsteen.
1: Yeah, we we'll stick Bruce down there. Very last. Right, drum roll.
0: Correct, Tom. Correct. All three. There you go. You got there in the end. Yeah, you I said the best to last.
1: I knew Bruce would be last. I think he's just making music for the sake of it now. I don't I'm very surprised at yeah.
0: himself. See, at the end of the day, man, as you said, like, most people listen to Spotify and Apple Music and stuff. They don't really like CDs and vinyl, aren't Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? I've really even heard of the second people. <laughs> the Pacelli family. Say so, that, actually. Yeah. They, they covered my Spotify earlier. You know, and the, you get a big banner on the desktop version, I was on my computer. Oh, right. And I was like, oh, fucking, where did they come from? It's because you Googled them.
1: The government always know Bill.
0: Um, Tom, I think you did, I'm not sure if you did better or worse than last year. I think you did about the same, actually. I think last year I you remember, one remember of, last like, year's yeah last year I think was a bit longer I think you got I think you got one right again
1: still waiting for my prize
0: <laughs> your prize <laughs> your prize is getting to talk to me every week Tom that's your prize yeah <laughs> right guys that is the end of the itinerary for the 2022 chat shit get fit Christmas special it's been a delightful we hasn't it Tom
1: yeah we've uh, lost a fair few people have we but we gained more listeners and that's what really matters at the end of the day.
0: <laughs> what do you mean? We, that makes it sound like we've been fucking taking people out to grow the podcast.
1: You know, it's, it's it's a listeners in versus listeners out at the end of the day and the listeners in is increasing and that's what matters. <laughs> oh,
0: God. Wow. Um, yeah, but, you know, guys, thank you for all of you new listeners who have joined this year. We've had a good good uh, period of growth this year on the podcast, especially even those you're over in the States. Good for you guys to, you know, get stuck in, especially as we are, you know, British humour is somewhat... Um, it's like Marmite isn't it you could say so, and, the, fact, okay. the, fact, so the fact you guys uh, you know you love it week in week out is very much appreciated and we do enjoy having you here anything to say Tom anything you, you want to say to our to our listeners as we round out the year before we go on a break and come back in
1: 23 um, yeah just have uh, you know Merry Christmas uh, don't drink and drive and all of that um, yeah I, I'll just I'll just stress that again just don't drink and drive It seems yeah. to be quite common this time of the year and don't sled and drink either whether you're flying it
0: or driving it. One for our military listeners as well, guys, if you are going out and driving in this time of year and the weather's cold, make sure you pack your DOS bag as well. You never know where you need to, to, to put it out. <laughs> Do you ever hear those briefs, Is... mate? Every year, the briefs, make sure you pack your DOS bag.
1: <laughs> I mean, uh, one, one thing I'm curious about, just because I was talking about slaying whilst drinking, driving whilst drinking,
0: rollerblading.
1: Is it illegal to roll a
0: blade whilst pissed? Mm, I don't know. That's a scooter, isn't it? Same with scooter or skateboard. Can, they you, all in the same can you ride category? a bike whilst pissed? Like a bicycle, or push bike? I suppose if you're on the road. If you're on the pavement, I don't know actually. Because if you're on the road, I can see you're yeah, definitely not because you're on the road, aren't you? Or do you have
1: to... Is it only a criminal offence if you pay road tax and you're
0: pissed? Well, I don't know. If you're riding your bike on the pavement, I don't think they'll pull you over, will they? But what if, if you're rolling a blade in the road? Once again, I think you'd get arrested if you're a blade in the road. Could you blade in a cycle lane? I think you could pick up enough speed, yeah. I've seen some absolute fucking nifty, like some swift yeah, yeah. buggers on the old rollerblades. Because
1: there'd be a danger on
0: the pavement, wouldn't they? Yeah, same with skateboarders, as well, actually. Some people get some speed on those.
1: I mean, I, I don't even know if rollerbladers would be drinking in the first place. People that tend to rollerblade tend to have their lives together.
0: Do electric scooters get banned?
1: I've just fucking seen a guy going
0: around the cul de <laughs> about
1: two hours ago doing donuts, so no, they're not. <laughs> oh. to god, it was a weird fucking sight. Really weird. I yeah, should have done it. We're gonna get plenty of those around after Christmas. Trust me.
0: I'm sure we've got people who listen who are police or ex-police. So get in touch. Give us the details on these. Yeah. These modes of transport and their legality on the road under the consumption uh, under the influence. Sorry, of alcohol.
1: Especially with the rollerblading things, that might
0: be a good loophole for me for getting home after night out the pub. the pub. Go to the go, go to the pub in your rollerblades. Try to just walk in. <laughs> It'd right, be guys, a great
1: loophole, wouldn't it? Actually, officer. <laughs>
0: They've got to catch me first anyway. Wow, what a way to end the uh, podcast this year. As I said there, guys, as always, thank you for tuning in week in, week out. And we are going to go on a break now, so we will see you very soon. Have a fantastic holiday period. Have a great New Year's. And we will see you sometime in January. (laughs) Same time, same place, for a brand new episode of The Fitness News.
1: Merry Christmas, everyone. (laughs)